Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys and the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. The How Dare You Podcast contains explicit language. You have been forewarned. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You Podcast. This is the Wild Wild West edition. My name is Chance of the How Dare You Awards. Wow, joining me on this quest of fucking nonsense is my movie novice, <laughs> Lady Chu of 2T Fitness. Hi, Chu. Hi, Chance. Why fuck. the fuck did we do this? This was, I mean, as horrible as this movie was, this was a, this was a, a great, uh, how dare you? Well, it's certainly, it's certainly a is... how dare you movie, but let me put it to you this way. This movie, Chew, all right, ladies and gentlemen, hold Chew. Just wait a second, okay? Okay. Take Sorry. it easy. I was getting ahead. <laughs> fucking movie. I'm so mad already. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the 1999 movie Wild Wild West, directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. Chu, our last movie came out in 1999. What did oh, we do fuck? last week? God damn it, Chu. Oh, Lake Placid. <laughs> we did Lake Placid. <laughs> 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 to see panic wash over your face. <laughs> well, what the fuck did we watch last week? <laughs> I literally always forget. Uh, can't trust me with anything. I'll say. But both these movies came out in 1999. Compare them side by side, Chew. One is amazing. One is clearly not. Agreed. So here's the thing. We were discussing, you and I were going back and forth on what movies we should do next, and we came up with three. And I remember when we came up with that list, I won't let fly what what we're going to do next week, because that's going to be a lovely surprise. But we said Lake Placid and then Wild Wild West, and I got super excited for Wild Wild West. I was like, that's a really bad movie. It'll be a lot of fun. But I don't even think this movie's fun. No. It was mad at it the whole time. Yes, exactly. And all I got was re-angry over the anger I felt in 1999 when I first saw it. I can't believe how bad a movie they made. This movie's fucking weird. It's weird. <sighs> That's the nicest thing I can say about it. <laughs> can we not make movies about the industrial revolution like it just ugh. that's obviously just a personal preference it's well, not something... also this this movie is kind of you know this movie is taking the idea of the industrial revolution a bit too far oh my god completely it yeah it took an idea and was like let's make this fucking crazy okay like, I'm all for boobs made out of try, trying to decide whether or not your fake boob should be made with buckwheat or water. But huge tarantulas made out of iron? No, I'm not on board. No. 
now. That, by the way, was supposed to be an idea for, uh, well, I was about to, I was about to say a common knowledge thing that all movie fans know, and then I realized Chu won't know what I'm talking about. But our old friend Chu, Nicolas Cage, was going to do a Superman movie. Did you know that? You know what? I did know that. What? What? You didn't See, know can, that. You're a liar. I can surprise you sometimes. You're lying. But I'll be honest, I only knew that because I looked it up on IMDb. Okay. Thanks, IMDb. Do you know who was going to direct it? No, I don't remember. Well, it was going to be Tim Burton. Do you know who was going to write it? No. It was going to be Kevin Smith. Interesting. And a producer that was going to produce that movie told, apparently, Kevin Smith, I want Superman fighting a giant spider at the end of this movie. With the idea that maybe it would be mechanical, like maybe something created by the villain. That guy produced this movie. I don't even remember his name. But, man, that guy sure got his fucking spider. That's a dumb idea. Sorry. Stupid. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. Nobody liked this idea. Okay. Michelle Chu knows nothing about movie making. And when she just flatly tells you your idea sucks, it means it fucking sucked. <laughs> the assuredness with which you said bad idea and how right you are about it almost makes this all worth it. Thanks. <laughs> I'm very happy right now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on to business. Wild Wild West, 1999, directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. Do you know that name? No. All right. I didn't think so. But you should know most of his movies. How about Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values? Okay, yeah. Very good. How about Men in Black 1, 2, and 3? Come on. All right. Totally. Have you seen Chu get shorty? Um, yeah, but I don't remember. John Travolta, Gene Hackman. Yeah. Renee Russo, Danny DeVito. Yeah. You've seen I it? I know I've seen it. I know I've seen it, but I don't okay. remember it. And then, unfortunately, later on, I don't know, maybe because of this movie he fell out of favor or something, but we have Nine Lives... That's starring the... Uh, Is that disgraced... a movie about a kitty cat? Yeah, the disgraced sexual pervert Kevin Spacey has a fucking falling into the body of a cat. <laughs> Wait, what? You heard me. <laughs> Kevin Spacey as a cat. Eh, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> what the fuck? Sadly, you lost me at Kevin Spacey. Yeah. All right, Chu, this movie has 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is Generous. at least 15% too many percents. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Fuck. It had a budget of $170 fucking million. Its opening weekend was 27.6. That's not what you want to see. Uh garnered just 113 million in the USA did squeak out a profit overseas 
$202.1 million. But one of my notes is that the only reason this movie even got to $113 million in the USA was because kids kept buying tickets to go see it and then sneaking into either South Park or American Pie. I read that, actually. That's amazing. That is great information. Will Smith's mother, upon seeing this movie, turned to him and said, you've done better, baby. That's so sad. I know. Fuck. Will Smith turned down The Matrix to do this movie. Yeah, he said that was the biggest mistake, biggest career mistake yeah. he's ever made. I believe you. Heard. But that way we got Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Fucking Bless love him. Bless him. <laughs> he's a treasure. Uh, where do you want to go first, Chew? You want to talk how dare yous or you want to talk grievances? Let's do how dare yous. Very good, then. Wild Wild West, the 1999 garbage movie, gathered three How Dare You nominations. What do you think they are? I mean, I guess on the most basic level, formulaic. Like, villain, good guy's got to be the bad guy kind of thing. Did not gather that that nomination. Interesting. It did get biggest disappointment. Sorry, a nomination for biggest disappointment did not win because, of course, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace won that shit. That's fair. It did, however, also gather a biggest computer-generated obscenity nomination for the Tarantula. Oh, 1,000%. Once again, lost out to Jar Jar Binks, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Do you see a theme developing here? Yeah. Also, final nomination was for Most Forgettable Performance by an Oscar-winning actor, Kevin Klein, Wild Wild West. He lost out to John Voight for Varsity Blues. Wow. John Voight was in Varsity Blues? Yeah, he's there the coach. Go, I guess. Wow. Chew, I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have to watch that movie. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Do you know what Kevin Klein won an Academy Award for? Yes. Sorry. That's a ridiculous... No, you don't, liar. I do, because I did research yesterday because I was so upset with this movie. Um, (laughs) So I was right, though, that you previously did not know until yesterday. I previously didn't know. My guess would have been wrong. My guess would have been Dave, but I think he was only nominated for a Golden Globe, uh, maybe, on Dave. Um, Hold on. I got it. It was a movie called in and out which I haven't seen. No. Damn it. No, not in and out you. He won an Academy Award for A Fish Called Wanda. Wanda, damn it. Fucking shit. Have, I wasn't going to get that. Have you seen that movie? No. Totes our next teachable moment. Okay. Nice. I'm very excited. All right. Oh. 
Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. I'm happy for you on your behalf at your being able to watch A Fish Called Wanda. All right. You're really talking it up, so don't fuck up. I don't fuck anything up. No, you haven't fucked any of the teachable moments up. Well, that's all. That's and the all. That's, considering... that's all I'm talking about. Yeah. I fuck everything <laughs> okay. else up. Most especially yeah. my life. But in terms of the teachable moments, I'm getting that shit right. <laughs> Correct. Good. Because if we were considering raising Arizona a teachable moment, that was my idea. Your idea, not mine. And I was more. I was happier with your recommendations than mine so obviously we know that there's somebody here who knows what they're doing and it's not me i don't like the idea of having to forever stay away from cohen movies though i didn't say that for fear that you're gonna fuck up and you're not liking raising arizona as much as you should that's your fault that's a fair statement (laughs) oh i'm so glad you think so you're watching the movie wrong (laughs) Watch it right, <laughs> goddammit. All right. So those are the how dare yous. It's got three nominations, but no wins. Chu, how long is your list of grievances? <laughs> 49. <laughs> Almost a huge-ass 50-burger. Wow. You outpaced yeah. me again. Wow. I couldn't stop writing. My hand hurt. Yeah. Well, I got to 41. I mean, we're of like minds. Okay. Yeah. Positive points? <laughs> Two. I got all the way to four, but I think I was just kind of feeling sorry for the movie. <laughs> I understand that. Because fuck this movie. Yeah. There was nothing I really, truly, truly liked in this movie. It was sort of half-likes. Um, yeah, it was like, eh, I'll give it to yeah, you. Yeah, it was like, lines, they were all lines, basically. They, they were all lines that gave me a chuckle. But like a half-chuckle? Yeah, exactly, like a half-chuckle because yeah. nothing, at, that, at least four times, Chu, I wrote, this movie's not funny. As a grievance. <laughs> I would agree with that. It wasn't funny. It's not funny. And if you did half chuckle, it would be like, oh, did you cough? You're like, I don't know. I either chuckled or I coughed. Right. I, I like Salma Hayek walks away and the little back door on her uh, long johns is open. So you see her ass. And Kevin Klein says she's a breath of fresh ass. That got a chuckle out of me. Yeah. Yeah. A joke you could see coming a mile away, but because Kevin Klein is great. Did I say Kevin Spacey? I hope not. Ugh. I don't think he did. Oof. I knew. I I don't think so. Oh, man. So, um, I smell toast. That is I not smell toast. <laughs> Having a stroke. <laughs> but anyway, because Kevin Klein is so good at what he does, Breath of Fresh Ass made me laugh. The, the closest I came to a true laugh is when Will Smith was about to be hung and he said, now, when I come from my native land, 
and some jackass voice of a person you don't even see says, uh, Georgia? <laughs> and he just looks at him like, fucking fuck, white people. <laughs> Africa. You know what? I did think that was funny, but I didn't write it down as a positive point, and I don't remember why. Okay. But I would agree. That was that was funny. that was the that was the the closest to a real laugh I got. Yeah. There's so much about this movie that sucks. <laughs> yeah. For the benefit um, of yeah. our audience, Chew, would you do us all a favor and explain the plot, please? Yikes. Yeah, I can do that. Yikes is right. <laughs> Yowzers. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Jesus Christ. Fucking shit. Okay. Um, Bear down. Bear down. It's all right. I literally am, like, clenching my teeth. Fuck this movie. <laughs> You're about I, to give shit, birth. I don't even know You're about to give begin. birth to their bad idea. I am. Go ahead. Okay. It's 1869. We're in the midst of the Industrial Revolution. It's just after the Civil War. Uh, fucking shit. I don't even know what Will Smith's character used to be. A general? An army captain? Yeah, I guess he was in the was army. It? I don't know. He was in the He's army. He's just James West. He's James West. Gets hired by the President of the United States. Ulysses S. Grant uh, to find a bad guy who <laughs> uh, I'm still hold on I'm still in the middle of it trying to gather my shit together <laughs> what does the bad guy do he threatens to basically hold the nation hostage with a diabolical plan yeah and I mean he wants to Grant, he wants to take over the country right he wants to take over the country. President Grant is like, all right, James West. He wants the he wants the US to surrender. That's what he wants. Yeah. Unconditional surrender. Uh so James West and his new partner, the US Marshal, Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. Artemis Gordon. Artemis Gordon have one week to find this guy. Which I think is an unfair uh time in 1869 you have a week right. to travel the country and figure out you're in dc i need is. you to go to where they go that's not fair well they went to louisiana and yeah. then they ended up heading out to utah. to utah that's yeah that's and that's, then, there's nothing easy about that no and then uh so they're in they search for this guy and as you know bad things happen <laughs> in the movie <laughs> And to you, the viewer, for watching the movie. <laughs> Nothing but. It is just a series of bad things happening one after another. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that this was originally a TV show? I didn't know that until yesterday when I looked it uh, up. A little research. Yeah, I didn't know that. Robert Conrad was the original uh, James West. In 1999, this movie garnered basically all the Razzies, which we shouldn't care as much about because the How Dare Years are just better, let's be honest. But anyway, <laughs> he was so mad at 
what this movie did to the original show that he went himself to gather all the Razzies and then personally delivered them to all the people that won. Oh my God, that's so petty. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yes. That is a lovely amount of anger as far as I'm concerned. Oh my God. That guy's pissed. Here's your award for sucking. Uh, well, Chew, we got to take a break. <laughs> yeah, we haven't, we have, we haven't really even delved into this story beyond your plot description. But when we, when we come back, we'll talk more in depth about all the things that happen in this movie and how and why they suck. Okay. Excellent. Stay tuned. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California. But even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch The Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows, and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life, and Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. All right. Okay. <laughs> We're back, Chew. <laughs> Here we are, everyone. We're talking Wild Wild West, the 1999 movie by Barry Sonnenfeld. You can see with which what joy I am ready to talk about this, right, you? Fuck this movie. I mean, fuck, man. This movie on paper should be my favorite movie of all time. It's a fucking Western. We got Will Smith at the height of Will Smith. Kevin Klein. I mean, and if you know Kevin Klein, you you love Kevin Klein. Kenneth Branagh, Barry Sonnenfeld. I mean, fuck. Yeah, this movie could have been so this much better. This movie should be amazing. And you really, you really get the sense that they wanted it to be good or they had a certain idea about what they wanted it to be just by the opening credits you know it was very like well i don't know those opening credits are kind of a takeoff of the show's credits but what i remember of the show's credits was it was more it was like cartoony but it had the lines you yeah. know kind of the boxy feeling but it was like a cartoon jim west the one thing i remember that i i saw was uh the cartoon version of the cowboy is like looking into the other boxes and stuff. 
And then all of a sudden a woman appears in one of the boxes, a cartoon woman. And then that character leans over, kisses the woman like deeply and passionately, and then punches her. What the fuck? (laughs) It's like remarkably fucked up. What? Yeah, that's what I remember. I'm stunned. You look it up when we're done. Like, it's something else. What the fuck? Okay. uh, Anyway. Wow. But but my reaction to that is my reaction to this whole fucking movie. (laughs) Totally. Like, everything about this fucking movie is a mess. Now... Chu, you didn't do this with me, but on the Everything Sequel podcast, Tom and I did all the Tremors movies, okay? Now, two people highly involved in many of the Tremors sequels are S.S. Wilson and Brent Maddock. I remember Tom laughing heartedly when, on one movie, I, I said because it, it was for S.S. Wilson, I said, here are the other movies he's directed, here are the movies he's written. And then we did the next movie, which I believe was directed by Brent Maddock, and they're clearly writing partners, because I started listing off all the movies he wrote, and they were all the same, including this one. But as I understand it, they had a much more serious, kind of straightforward story then rewriters who are uncredited came back and added all the funny jokes. Like somebody, you know, one person in the test audience probably said, it's not funny. And they were like, oh, fuck, we better make it funny. So they rewrote a bunch of shit. But they were not involved in. They both actively wanted to have their names taken off this movie, those two writers. Wow. And it just didn't happen. Nobody involved with this movie likes this movie. Will Smith hates this yeah. movie. Kevin Klein thought it was like below his acting talents. Selma Hayek thought that she was wasted. <laughs> yeah. Everybody involved in this movie fucking hates it, including the people who watch it. <laughs> I'd like to talk to somebody who really loved this movie and I'd be like, change my mind. Let's talk about it. First, let's have you see a phrenologist. Let's check out that head. I want to look for soft spots. (laughs) Make sure you're okay. (laughs) If you got got cancer, we we want to know early. We want to get you fixed. Fuck. If there's a tumor eating your brain (laughs) that made you say, I like Wild Wild West. (laughs) I thought that was a good movie. No, you didn't. Yeah, in fact, anybody that says, I like Wild Wild West, check them for tumors. Yeah. Like some doctor should just be nearby. Check them for tumors. Stat! Yep. That'll do it. What's wrong with you? Ugh. I mean, right from the beginning, this movie starts... Well, first we start with a beheading, but I'll go past that. We find James West in a water tower getting some getting some action from a lady you should not be fucking in a water tower it's 1869 you're lucky to have that water and you're gonna fuck in it are you right. fucking serious and it's probably not the cleanest water to start Ugh. with there's no need to dirty it up damn it i was pissed about that huge grievance 
<laughs> and the water My tank was grievance. already tilted. Another big grievance, yeah. which comes into play. <laughs> My big grievance was that fake kiss where he's pretending to kiss her, but yeah. he's not because he's looking out through the peephole. Yep. Wrote that down. That's something they thought was really funny. He'd... I'm here to tell you it's not. No. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not. It was just it was too. It's trying too hard. Stop. Followed by him falling out, which, of course, obligatory big, big, big dick jokes. Everybody's yeah. looking at his dick. Ugh. Stupid. When he sees, uh, when he sees Ted Levine, who is General Bloodbath, Bloodbath McGrath. Well, not him, but by Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein is pretending to be a woman. That's the worst drag he I've ever seen. He goes up to McGrath's room. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> I know. He goes up to McGrath's room, and McGrath says, upon hearing that the name Kevin Klein gives is Dora, he says, that's my mother's name. And it seems to make him want to have sex with her. That was alarming. That was concerning. <laughs> I didn't care for that. I, I did not no. care for that. Are you saying that you had sexual relations with your mom? Because that's going to be a hard no for me. It's going to be a no. Yeah. I, no, it's probably no, why that, you have issues. It's certainly why you have a fucking thing sticking out of your that ear. Was, that was disgusting. I didn't need that. And then the goo <laughs> tips out of... Oh, God. Fuck. That was gross. That was that was particularly bad. And unnecessary. I didn't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Big, huge grievance, which honestly probably Go. accounts for 30%, if not more, of the movie. I'll preface first. I don't like Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget gives me the fucking Uh-oh, creeps. These- you definitely didn't like this, then. I don't like Inspector Gadget. I don't like him. I don't like his fucking knickknacks. And this movie. So you don't you 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 de- you you. So just right from the start, you don't like the gramophone sticking out of his ear nope. thing. You're like fuck nope. that action. So you start from a bad place. Yeah. All right, go on. Um. I don't like any of the the little gadget knickknacky fucking stupid shit in this movie i don't like it the spring-loaded fucking jokes and stuff can we no the hypnotized boob things or whatever the fuck they were didn't like that the punching thing that came out of her tits or something i forget i don't i don't know stop just like stop i don't know why i don't like it yeah, they didn't explain at the end the flamethrower tits. Ah, oh, shit. That was the that was one of the last. That was the the Straws. last 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 straw. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you had. I, I'm starting to gather that you were like a parent to this movie, where you started off saying, "Stop that." <laughs> Followed by, I'm warning you. Followed by, this is the last time I'm going to say it. 
followed by final warning. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that was like. Just please, please stop doing what you're doing. Enough with the knickknacks. Knickknack exactly. paddywhacks. Exactly. God yeah. damn it. All right. We well, so, well, here's a, here like one of my hugest grievances in this movie because it's at the beginning when they find out their assignment. First of all, let's just say that these two are like put together as partners when they don't want to be partners. So we're still in 1999 trying to go for a white guy, black guy partnership with where there's antagonism. So we're following the 48 hours and lethal weapon mold. Yes. And 48 hours, that's 1982. So we're almost two decades later. Get your shit together, Hollywood. Think of something else. Could you say that was the same thing with Men in Black? Well, let me put it to you this way. I don't give a shit about who you cast or what color they are or or if they're in a friendly or an antagonistic relationship. Just make it good. This That's sucked. Fair. It did suck. I'm only realizing this right now. Kevin Klein, Will Smith. Not great chemistry, right? Uh, I didn't. I mean, not terrible chemistry. Yeah, no, I I didn't hate it, but but it wasn't like oh, I love them together. But, but this it's not been like Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. It's not like you know, it's not it, yeah, it's not Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Although I'm surprised now in this time, 2021, that anybody got along with Mel Gibson. Yeah, but Danny Glover did. They had good chemistry. It just wasn't there for yeah. this movie. I don't. I I'd like to hope. I don't think that's any fault of their own. I think they just they had what they had to work with, and I don't know. Maybe it was the material yeah. and not them. It's possible. I like both of them, so All I'd right. like to think that they liked each other, but that's not always the case. Yeah, well, I don't think it. It didn't feel like they didn't like each other. Outside of right. filming, yeah. you know what I mean? But it didn't feel like, I don't know, the most natural best fit either. There's, I don't know, there's just something a little Nothing off there. Nothing in this fucking movie is natural. Nothing in this movie fucking yeah, flows. Yeah, that's true. Well, here's the, and here's the other thing. So I was saying, my biggest grievance, why the fuck is Kevin Klein playing two roles in this movie? Why? Just have somebody else be fucking President Grant and you can still have him dressing up as him in both the beginning and the end, but you don't have to have him actually playing Grant. Because every time he comes on as Grant, I think, there's Kevin Klein. Yeah. Looking like Grant. Stupid. It's just bad. I don't get it and I don't like it. Uh, everything about this movie. I'm like a child who has a dinner put in front of them by mom, and you look at it, and you think, I don't like that. 
I'm not going to eat it. I don't want to eat this. No. I know they're lima beans. I'm not going to eat them. Because they're... You ever look your mother right in the eye when you were a kid and say, try again? I did not do that to my mom. (laughs) If I did that, I wouldn't have eyes. (laughs) That was not... That shit was not going to go down at my house, that's for sure. I didn't dare. I once started a fire with my brother and friends that the fire department had to put out. Stop. Is that a true story? Oh, yeah. Famous story. Oh, yeah. They took us down to the fire station. We had a talk with the fire marshal. And on the way out, my mom said, do you understand what happened now? And I gave like, you know, like, hey, relax. Everything's okay, Nan. It's no big deal. We didn't burn down any property. Everything's fine. Don't you give me that, young man. You did this and you did this and you could have done this. And God damn it, you call me mom. (laughs) Called her by her first name, Nan. Nan. That's funny. Here's a good story about that story, though. Years later, a guy I went backpacking with, he happened to be telling his dad about me because we both like to cook and his name's Dusty and Dusty was saying yeah I just went on my first backpacking trip with with, you know all these people and Scott you know took me and there's this guy Chance and 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 his dad stopped him dead in his tracks and he said what'd you say and he said yeah uh this 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 guy on my trip and he said what's that name and really it's Chance everyone but we say Chance uh at any rate he said, yeah, Mike Schantz. And he goes, ask him if he started a fire when he was a kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so the next summer, Dusty was telling me this story. Turns out his dad, he was the oh, fire marshal. <laughs> he was the guy who we had to go see. <laughs> oh, my God. Pretty good, good, right? What a small world. I'll tell any story to stop talking about this fucking movie. <laughs> this whole podcast is legitimately going to be about nothing. I know. Chu, why was I excited about this movie? Because we I, knew it was bad, but then we just had to be reminded of how fucking bad it was. I guess I just remembered it as being fun bad, but it's not. It's just bad bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good bad. And all the machines, the Industrial Revolution stuff... Can we just stick with the fucking train? That really is. Yeah, that's a not? thorn in your side about this movie. All the gadgets. In any capacity, whether they were Kevin Klein's gadgets or the villain's gadgets. Right. Oh, shit. And everything. We got to talk about Kenneth Brano. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you don't know, the villain is a body cut in half, but he still functions. He doesn't have a bladder, which he states in the movie, or reproductive organs, or a lot of his small and large intestines, and some other vital organs. Yeah, he's like missing. half a lung. He, he lists yeah. everything. And that was a really strange moment, by the so way, Chu, because... Because he was the actor 
was emotional for his character in that scene. He is coming to tears talking about everything that he lost, which seems wildly out of place for the movie itself. I would get it for the moment. Yeah. For a person that was uh, had so much taken away and is that angry. But because this movie is uh, trying to be a bizarro comedy, man, did it feel out of place. Yeah, and he felt a little manic coming out of the blown-up right. Abraham Lincoln head. What's that you said, Michelle? A blown-up Abraham Lincoln head? Yep, that's right. A half-man in this weird fucking wheelchair seemingly ahead of its time comes out of a blown-up Abraham Lincoln head at a party. She didn't make it up. It happened. It did happen. Um, yeah, so he doesn't have any legs, and he can't go to the restroom. He can't do a lot of things, except maintain his facial hair quite well. That beard is a fucking it's mess. bizarro. Even even Brano himself says, uh, you're witness to one of the worst accents ever put on screen, <laughs> yeah, I right. think. Something like that. And it's <laughs> strange. It's oh, weird. fuck. Well, this is to say nothing of the... I don't even know what to call it. Piece of shit asshole off he has with Will Smith where he's being extremely racist and Will Smith is being just as just as shitty, but pejorative toward toward. Yeah. Towards a disabled person. That was. And they do it twice. Yeah. They do it like a quarter of the way through the movie and then end their fight yep. with it. God damn it. This was a weird villain choice. Like, why? Apparently, he's an amalgam of two villains from the show. Did either one of them have legs? I'm not stuck. Like, I sound like I'm stuck on the no leg thing. Like, that's fine. I'm just, I'm more stuck on the fact that this guy shouldn't be alive because he's literally just a torso. I understand. Ugh, I got to retract. This is not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You're going to get in I'm trouble. I'm just saying it's 1869 and <laughs> medically. Medical science is not advanced he enough shouldn't be to alive. save that man's so life. So why is he, why are we pretending that he's alive in 1869? Well, if you're watching Wild Wild West for accurate depictions of science, technology, <laughs> and medicine, you, you've come to the wrong and place. And that wheelchair, I surely that could have not have, have, have existed in 1869. Nothing from this movie exists Exactly, in but something as basic too. as just a wheelchair, could we not have just, like, <laughs> kind of gotten ourselves centered a little bit? I'm more concerned that he himself turns into a spider while being inside of his giant spider. That spider did not seem Let's like a smooth this. ride. Right? That <laughs> no, was like not at all. If you're in the cabin of the big giant spider, that must have been the equivalent of being on rough seas. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Rough seas equivalent. <laughs> like fuck. That's Who the great. hell thought of a spider? There's a t-shirt in there, Stick. I think. <laughs> Rough seas equivalent. <laughs> All right, Chew, we're going to take another oh break. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. 
And then we're going to come back and we're going to finish this fucking dick hole of a movie. God damn it. Okay. I'm tired. This movie made me so mad. It was an hour and 45 minutes. Of me being angry. Hour and 45 minutes. Okay. Angry. After this. If you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target and check out the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator, Tony Parham, and co-host, musical performer and sound lover, Derek Hansen, D-Rock if you're nasty, and I am, discuss all things sound related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound, but as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target! Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to... Stay on target! That's the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Chu and I are here discussing, lamenting, hating, Wild Wild West, 1999. Starring everybody. But terrible. Super duper terrible. True, this movie really just limps along from scene to scene, I think. It's just one unfunny set piece after another. Oh, shit. Speaking of set pieces, oh, Go. huge motherfucking grievance. Oh, fuck me. Oh, I had so many notes on this. The complete disrespect for the geography and how long it takes to get from one area of the oh, world yeah. to the other. How is it, I'm confused, that we go through foresty mountains and then all of a sudden we're in the prairie and then all of a sudden we're in like Utah desert and then all of a sudden we're back in the prairie and then we're back in the desert. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Have you lost your goddamn mind? You expect me to think that all of that's just sitting next to each other, a hundred yards away. You got a well, hundred yards of prairie. It seems like they go from Louisiana to Utah in an hour. Yeah, like less than a day. Surely. And what seems strange Overnight. is what seems most strange about that is halfway there, our two heroes are booted from the train, so they have to walk the rest of the way. <laughs> so they walk to Utah. Again, the complete disrespect for just time, <laughs> for the concept of time, is rude and upsetting. <laughs> I, I think we switch from... Did you hear the tone, ladies and gentlemen? Do not cross this woman. I will fight somebody. You, over you this will make, shit. You will make yourself, you will put yourself on a list if you cross Lady Chu. Oh, man. They went from desert, Utah, we'll just say Utah desert, to prairie, 
to Utah doesn't. Well, they end up in Utah, prairie. so they can't. But they went back and forth. They went from Spider Canyon to the prairie, back to Spider Canyon. And then back uh, yeah. to the motherfucking prairie. Bitch. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no. And you Bitch. saw when they were at the prairie, the mountain range in the back, how far away it was. It was all green. And then there was a mountain range in the back. Also, I'm going on. Also, oh, I understand. When President Grant was getting ready to nail in that last little little nail into the railroad, mm-hmm. and they hear this rumbling, and everybody's looking at him so they can see behind him in the empty prairie. But then nobody noticed the big motherfucking spider until it's fifty yards away. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> the fuck these are you couldn't have given anybody a heads up like hey i think something's coming no point your mouth at the microphone chew i have to look at you when i'm yelling (laughs) (laughs) so you can keep your anger up it's just not the same when i'm giving you side eye and yelling into the mic (laughs) my sound bars bars are all over the place I'm I'm here for you. Thanks. (laughs) If nothing else. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Well, so, yeah, I don't know. We didn't really talk about, like, how they even got from Louisiana to here. And I couldn't tell you, actually. Well, because they go to Louisiana. They're at his party. They're looking for McGrath. He says, I've never seen him. Then he rolls his wheelchair 10 feet away, and McGrath's just standing there. So I thought, thought, hey, government agent, you want to take a fucking look around? Why why don't you look to your fucking left? Because he's standing right there. That's stupid. Um, They save Selma Hayek. Then they get on horses. Then they get on their train. Then the train is taken over by... Kenneth Branagh, and then they're put in their little pen. It's just all stupid. It's just all stupid. It's all fucking stupid. Yeah, the um, the magnetic head decapitators. Yeah. That's a big no for me. Also, yeah, like that whole scene, that whole, it's so poorly done where they're running away from it, but they're still managing to talk to each other as they're running through a cornfield while these flying kind of guillotine saucers are chasing after them, cutting corn and about to chase them. You actually hear Kevin Klein's Artemis Gordon say these words. So long as we keep outrunning it, we'll be fine. Like you could just run forever. Forever till the end of time. Right. Yeah. Then they reach the formidable 10,000-foot cliff that they jump into, Chew. It's a vagina-shaped gully. Yeah, with exactly. shit in the at the at the bottom. <laughs> what it's the fuck? Shit, what is it's that a doing shit in vagina. Porn? It's a shit vagina, is what it is. Also, another complaint about geography: they were just going through mountains in the train, and now they're in a fucking cornfield. Yeah, I'll kill you. <laughs> 
I'll just fucking kill you. <laughs> and what the fuck is a gully doing Ooh. in a cornfield? Or a cornfield doing around a gully? Either way. Man, you're going to have to stop doing all the jobs you do now and start. You're going to have to become a cartographer. Oh, my God. I might as well. What is that shit at the bottom of the vagina gully? Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was actual shit or just dirty mud. It was alarming. Dirty mud. (laughs) (laughs) As if there's another kind. (laughs) I wish this mud was cleaner. (laughs) I wish this water wasn't as wet. That's what that is. Fucking fuck. Okay, here's one of my biggest grievances. A, the appearance of the tarantula. Also because, did you notice that the tarantula's climbing up the side of the mountain, but the angle of it is that where where Branau... Sorry, go ahead and finish, and I'll share with you what I'm thinking. Okay. So Branau, along with his three, I don't know, hot scientist robots, didn't those three women seem like they were kind of like robots? They could definitely could have been robots. One of them's, one of them's name Miss Lippenrider. Yikes! You know, cause she reads lips. I Is that what that was movie. for? Oh yeah, God. I fu- Miss Miss Lippenrider. I hate this fucking movie. I hate it so much. I fucking hate this movie. But but the angle of the tarantula coming up means that they are dead level with our two heroes. But there's never a moment where you see that he sees them. The spider just walks past them and starts blowing up mountains. Exactly. I thought that it was like, oh, they see them. But no, they just kept going. So anyway, then they fucking do a Da Vinci plane ride and drop bombs on it. And there's all kinds of nonsense and bullshit. Then they fall down and have to rechase it. And, well, I guess first, Will Smith climbs the spider, right? Yeah. He gets shot in the chest. Mm -hmm. All right. He's wearing Gordon's impermeable, which is a chain link bulletproof vest. But how about the fucking 50-foot drop he takes? Huge grievance. From the top of the spider to the hard desert floor. You're not going to live from the fall. Fuck this movie. I hate it. I was thinking, I remember watching the movie and the spider climbing out of the canyon. And he's like really climbing. And I was like, wow, that'd be fucking funny if the spider just lost its balance and fell back backwards. <laughs> like that Roll would be credits. okay. Roll credits. <laughs> Whales fire credits. Yep. Boom. That'd have made me happy. That would have saved the whole movie. Yeah, just big like turtle on its back kind of thing. God, fuck. fuck. That would have been all right. Um. He calls the plane Air Gordon. Oh fuck. That's how not funny this movie is. I'm thinking of calling it Air Gordon. (laughs) You know, I don't even think Jenkins wanted to sign on for this movie. Right. Yeah. Fucking in the corner 
at the studio, Jenkins was like, this is a bad idea, guys. <laughs> and who would have thought Jenkins being the voice of reason? Yeah. Jenkins was trying to tell them, stop it. Yeah. Don't do that. Sometimes you have to listen to Jenkins. Just, Who'd have thought? Just that once. Would have saved you $170 million. I mean, yeah, like in the last couple minutes of this movie, all of a sudden we're introduced to, I don't know, sort of white slave half machine guys that are that know karate. Oh, my God. Fucking sword hands. Sword Fuck. hands. And Iron then, skull. Yeah. Plate head. And then you had somebody else. It just I couldn't figure not? out why. I couldn't figure out why Iron Head got electrocuted. It didn't seem like West did anything to him. It just looked like he went to the edge and that happened. Yeah. I don't know. That was weird. Am I right about that? Yeah. I, I read on IMDb that. I don't know if it was a test audience or somebody thought it was weird if uh, if Will Smith was only fighting the women at the end. So that's why they added in those guys. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's stupid either way. So I guess just pick well, something. Well, did you notice, too? Am I wrong? Because he, uh, he wraps a chain around a guy's neck and throws him off the side. Yeah. But when he throws him off the side, I see the chain leave with him as though he's gone over the side. Like, to fall to his death. But yeah, the death, by the way, that did not happen to West himself when he fell off the side. But I'll leave that alone for right now. <laughs> because when he... When he... <laughs> when he fights... Arliss Loveless, when he's fighting Brownow and pulls the the lever and Brownow falls off to the side, he catches on to a guy attached to the spider still to his legs, and it appears it's that guy. But that guy didn't get stuck, right? It's, I, it's, I think it's a this, hole. God damn it. It's a hole. This whole movie's a fucking hole. This movie's a dirty whore. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't respect geography or the concept of time? That's got to be my biggest fucking grievance next to gadgets. Fuck. There's a little part of me that would like to see like a short movie with you pulling up to the side of a road. I guess it can't be you. It'll be me. I'll pull up to the side of a road and it's like, you know, one of those corners where there's lots of prostitutes and the prostitute walks over and I put my window down and then I yell, you don't respect geography. And then I just take off. (laughs) (laughs) And only we would get it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And maybe three or four listeners. We got to have three or four listeners at this point, don't you think? (laughs) Yeah. All right. You know what? We've talked about this before. We talked about this. Uh, what what other movies did we talk about this? Van Helsing, we talked about this for sure. The shitty movie that has an ending that seems to make you as the audience think, we're going to have more of these. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. 
Yep. That was it. I put that note in there. Were they actually Here's expecting your new a sequel? Assignment? What? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? From the how dare you's, how dare you? Nice fucking try. Actually, not that nice, but you tried. Yeah. Fuck. I don't like anything you do, frankly. Nope. Charles Grodin, by the way. We lost Charles Grodin, too. I was going to text you. Yeah. That was a big bummer. He's 86, though. Yeah, but so, still. It's still leave, a big bummer. Leave, leave our comedic geniuses alone, Cancer. Oh. I'm really glad I watched Midnight Run before he passed away, though. You're welcome. Thank you. That was a gift. That was a real All gift. Right. Thank you. You know what else? Last thing about this movie. I remember, like, <laughs> there was maybe 10 minutes left in the movie. And I remember thinking, boy, was I just fucking wrong about this movie. I thought it was going to be fun bad. I thought I, you know, I thought, like, I had a lot of anticipation for it in 1999. And then it turned out to be bad. I thought it would be one of those you go back and you say, oh, you can appreciate it on a bad level now. Right. No, it's just fucking bad. Yeah. Then with about 10 minutes left in the movie, I thought, well, at least I'll be able to enjoy the song. The song's not even good. It's not that good. It turns out in the end, you're just wishing for I Wish. You just want to listen to Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Which I had completely forgotten that he's in that song. Yeah, I Wish for I Wish. This movie was a gigantic... A gigantic fucking disappointment. On every level. Fuck. I'm retroactively taking away all my positive points. Positive point zero. <laughs> Actually, what even were mine? Oh, I had one. Um, I was really glad that Will Smith said no to the manservant costume idea. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. all right, I can get down on that. He was like, yeah, no, we're not, we're not doing that. I'm like, all right, fuck cool. that action. Um, and I, I literally can't understand my note on the second one. <laughs> I, I don't understand something about knife hands, but I hated knife hands. Little sword hands at the end. What am I saying? I don't know. Oh, when knife hands does the quick little woo, woo, woo thing and Will Smith does his not when equally, he shakes his foot. His thing when he shakes his foot, but oh, I hated that. <laughs> I did not like that. Oh my god, it's not a positive point. It's an X thing to it, and the it looks like a star because I mark a dash for dis for grievance and then a star for positive point. Oh my god, it's a dash <laughs> and then the tiniest little like streak, like I'm like I inked it. <laughs> oh my god so wow, you have one have positive one. point <laughs> that's amazing I thought that was weird because I was like I hated I hated sword hands that doesn't make any sense I fucking hated that alright All right. Chew what's the drinking game I have a good one go first here was my drinking game you have to drink every time you want to turn it off. Oh, my God. 
Shit, that's a good one. You take one drink and just keep going. Mine was every what time. What I like about that one, it's different for everyone. <laughs> Mine is every time you see a gadget that you're pretty fucking convinced didn't exist in 1869. That's all of them. Yeah. So on both of ours, you're just drunk the whole fucking time. I'm not sure you could even include the sunglasses with that. No. They didn't well, have sunglasses back then. There's not really. There's there's debates about that that there were some and I don't know. Sir, I don't think they would be that stylish. Let's say that people made comments about Django when they had sunglasses because they were like it wasn't actually sunglasses. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really like that. So they gave Django shit for that. Which also nobody better be giving Django shit for anything. Okay, it was excellent. <laughs> Anyway. We're talking about a different cowboy movie, Chew. Yeah. A shitty cowboy movie. Everybody deserves better, including me and you. And and that's, you know, rarely do we deserve better. Correct. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) We're both monsters. (laughs) We're both bad people. Yeah. That's the kindest thing we could say about each other. I think it's nice to be (laughs) self-aware. Just be honest with yourself. Who are you? All right. Are we done? Yeah. We don't recommend it. Nope. You don't, do you? I had a score of 49 and 1. So no. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking that's a no. 49 is impressive. That was good. I could have written more. (laughs) (laughs) I could have written more. (sighs) All right. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't have anything left to say about Wild Wild West. Don't watch it. (laughs) Unless you want to watch it and then tell us how many grievances you had. Go ahead and do that. Find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram or Twitter. Write us an email to the how dare you podcast at gmail.com. For Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness, Chance here of the How Dare You Awards. We'll see you next time for a movie I'm really excited about, Chu. Me too. This movie's so fucking good, we shouldn't even be doing it. But we're gonna. Oh, I'm excited. Oh. <laughs> You chew on that for a week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Say goodbye, Chew. Ugh, fuck. Good goodbye. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't let your anger for Wild Wild West be taken out on our listeners. It was more of like exasperation. Like, ugh, oh, fuck. Like it's a big sigh. If you say so. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That was your re-attempt? That's all you're going to get after this movie. Okay, fine. So long, everybody.